0: When we get him in that courtroom, I'll tear him to pieces. Both of them. Come on, I'll buy you a martini, Walter. No oh, thanks, Keys. With two olives. done whistling Doctor Who.
1: I am done whistling Doctor Who.
0: Well, in all fairness, that's my fault. We did get into a tangent.
1: We did. We got into the Doctor Who hole. My fault! But the new season started, so... And that's exciting! That's gonna happen.
0: Kiddos, if you've never watched Doctor Who...
1: Now's the perfect time, because like, every Start. episode except for the two newest are on Netflix.
0: Yes. And the two newest are amazing because mm-hmm. they're getting away from we stuff. A,
1: and we have a new doctor. Yes, That's we exciting. Do. For once, it was not a traumatic transition for me. No,
0: it was actually- I cried
1: at the Christmas special because it was sad. Because I always cried at the Christmas special. Well, and then
0: you probably cried at the end of the first episode.
1: Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I... Did I cry at all during the second? I don't think I cried during the second one.
0: It's a dialogue. It's okay. Yeah. Psst.
1: We probably should say hello. Hi, everybody. Hi. Welcome. That was only a
0: minute 15 of the opening. I know.
1: It's fine. Hi, everybody. (laughs) And welcome to this week's episode of Top Shelf. That is like the most official opening I've ever had. Uh Uh-huh. Except for maybe like the first one.
0: Because I didn't interrupt you or do something stupid halfway through it.
1: Jeffrey, what number movie is this? Number
0: Wait, what number like on the list? Or what episode? Yes,
1: not what episode. What number movie? This is
0: number 29.
1: Wow. We are
0: cracking that 20 digits. Dude, man, awesome. Man! Uh, man! You know, man, in man. the world here, we're, we're like living in harmony with each other. Man! man. And I have jackets on. Man! Man! <sighs>
1: For reference not, to what we're doing, listen to the previous episode where we, we watched Hearts of Darkness. We have
0: suddenly become a Marvel comic in the golden age of comics, where or no, even nowadays, where it's like, like somebody makes a reference and there's an asterisk and it tells you where to go and nice, what to look I didn't at. know
1: that. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, they would do that. Anyway,
1: we watched.
0: Do that, okay.
1: <laughs> we watched number 29 on the list, which is Double Indemnity from 1944.
0: I learned how to say the name,
1: which is an hour and 47 minutes long. Yes. It is a crime drama film film noir has an yes. 8.4 out of 10 there is no meta score um, directed by Billy Wilder also written by Billy Wilder and others Billy Wilder is also known for let's see what have we watched of his on the list so far um, the, apartment. the Apartment the next two are Sunset Boulevard and Some Like It Hot yep. which are both on the
0: list how old he was when he died
1: how old was he he was
0: 95 oh, he died in wow. 2002 he actually oh, dang. within 10 12 years I can do math yeah. within 12 years
1: no math now. No math! That's that was, for you, Dan. That was yesterday. Anyways. I said that earlier this morning. Colin that was yesterday.
0: <laughs> You're done. Move on.
1: Um, starring Fred McMurray, Barbara Stanwyck, Edward G. Robinson. And that, that's kind of it.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of extra people, like the lady who plays Lola.
1: Lola. Lola. She's not. Oh, yeah. She is credited. Jean Heather was Lola. <laughs> she lived till 1995.
0: Which every time they said her name in it, I had to sing Lola. Lola. Nah, just that part. And we're talking, what is it? the Not the Kinks.
1: Um, it is the Kinks. Is it the Kinks that's that did Lola? Kinks, okay.
0: Yep. Uh, not, uh, oh, that's Layla. That was uh, Derek. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Sorry. I, look at that. I get them confused.
1: Woo. Okay. So, an insurance rep lets himself be talked into a murder insurance fraud scheme that arouses an insurance investigator's suspicions. Or as Jeff and I summed it up, this movie is not called double indemnity. It is
0: called double entendre. It seriously is. Like... There is a. Oh my god. There is a, a conversation in, in the beginning of the movie between. And it's not giving anything away. No, you it's know, between. Between. Um,
1: Walter and. And Phyllis. And Phyllis.
0: Mrs. D- Mrs. Dietrich.
1: Yes. That. Dietrichson.
0: Dietrichson. It's
1: like Peterson, but Dietrichson.
0: Here you go. Here's. This is a quote from IMDb, just to give you an idea. Yeah. Do you want to do the other part? <laughs> What's the other part? You want to do her? Yeah, where I'll do is him. It? It's the first quote. Okay. it's this one right here. We'll start with yeah. Just we'll start. I'll start. At the, you start. at the is beginning. It,
1: why don't you drop by tomorrow evening? Yeah, okay. do that
0: one. So this, this is this is a scene okay. from the movie. Okay. okay, guys, go.
1: Okay, Mr. Neff, why don't you drop by tomorrow evening about eight thirty? He'll be in then. Who? My husband. You were anxious to talk to him, weren't you?
0: Yeah, I was, but I'm sort of getting over that idea. If you know what I mean. <laughs>
1: There's a speed limit in the state, Mr. Neff, 45 miles an hour.
0: How fast was I going, officer? I'd say
1: around 90.
0: Suppose you get off your motorcycle and give me a ticket.
1: Suppose I let you off with a warning this time. Suppose it doesn't take. Suppose I have to whack you over the knuckles.
0: Suppose I bust out crying and put my head on your shoulder.
1: Suppose you try putting it on my husband's shoulder. That tears it. They literally almost spit it out that quick. (laughs) That is a
0: freaking scene in yep. the movie we're not making don't, don't not get me no get it, it is wrong. the
1: second quote on IMDB if you don't believe us
0: <laughs> it's it's awesome like I love writing like that because it's so freaking ridiculous but it's just like it's so many double entendres it really is double entendre yeah. that is what this film should be called it really should have been called double Jess, entendre
1: did we like this movie
0: it sucked <laughs> Do you expect anything else from me? No, I know. No, it's No, I didn't. I like this movie.
1: Yeah, I really like this I movie. I really liked too. this movie. And I said it was probably a little bit blasphemous, but I think I liked it better than Maltese Falcon.
0: You know what? We should discuss that. Okay. We should discuss that. Because okay. we have two movies that are very similar.
1: Yes. Because they're about the same.
0: Well, yeah, when was Maltese Falcon? I'm um,
1: looking right now. Maltese Falcon is 1941. This is 1944. So,
0: a couple years apart, you have a you have a, a detective... Uh,
1: they're not, both film noir. They're
0: film noir. They're very film noir. Now, Maltese Falcon was a detective, you know, yeah, like yeah. M- like mystery. More of this, like a
1: gumshoe mystery sort
0: of thing. Right. Where this one is more of the, you know, murder, love affair side, yeah. like noir. But they're very similar in nature, but you know the truth, and the thing is, is Fred McMurray does pull off something of a Humphrey Bogart esque performance. I kinda I kept thinking because okay, Fred McMurray, I know Fred McMurray from Flubber.
1: And I know him from my three sons. Yeah,
0: see, and that's what most people are gonna know him from. Yeah. You know, it's not. You know, maybe, maybe they do. Maybe they know him from this movie. I'm sure there's a lot of people who might know him from this. But maybe. that's like what I know him is from those two. And things. this is
1: a well known movie. We oh, yeah. had just never
0: seen it. Yeah, but it's like he. does I mean, he does a really great performance. But the thing is, is between the two of them, I think I would agree. I think this one was more intriguing than the Maltese Falcon. Not belittling *Maltese Falcon* mm-hmm. at all. No, I mean it was still a great film. It was well done. It was well written. It was well performed. Like it, all in all, it was it was very it was a very good movie, and it deserves to be on the list. But I understand, and that kind of lays into this. I understand why this one's higher in on the list. Yeah, I do too. Because it's a very it's oh, it's like the pinnacle of film noir films. This. <laughs> That 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 deal with the whole, you know, husband, wife, and lover, and murder, and thing like that, and
1: interesting, f- interesting point of information for mm-hmm. everybody. Maltese Falcon dropped eight spots. Double Indemnity went up
0: nine. Interesting. So they actually pretty much flip flopped yeah. almost.
1: It was well, yeah, pretty much because Double Indemnity was at um, number thirty eight. Okay. Now Maltese Falcon is at thirty one. Maltese Falcon was at 23, and now Double Indemnity is at 29. Interesting. So they like they're not exactly flip flop, right. but they're pretty damn close. They
0: they they kind of shifted a little. They bit. They shifted, and, yeah. And yeah, I feel like I, I mean I feel like this movie deserves to be as high as it is. Oh yeah, like this is brilliant. It, it, it I can again, it's another one as we've discussed in the past. Like oh, this was the first time. This was the first of these movies. Mm-hmm. This really feels like it was the first like. Big time, maybe not. Obviously, they did it before, but it felt like it feels like I've seen the story done over and over and over oh, again. Oh yeah, Nowadays. Strangers like, on
1: a train, anyone? Yeah.
0: Like afterwards, this story keeps being done, but this was kind of like the first that did it right, like yeah. did it really well and nailed it. And yeah, it's what two hours, just under two hours.
1: Yeah, hour f- forty-seven.
0: But it really didn't feel like that long. It felt like because no. there's was, there was so much that happened, and like the the middle. I think that's the middle or so, during the whole actual... Are we spoiling it? Are we spoiling what happens It is from
1: 1944.
0: It is... It is 70 70 years years old. old. Actually, when did it come out? (laughs) I'm curious to know. I'm
1: looking. April 24th. So it is is over over 70 70 years years old.
0: old. Um... During the whole actual sequence, okay, so yeah, spoilers. I'm sorry, but I don't care. Seventy years old movie. Um, during the actual middle portion of the film, Mm -hmm. when they are, because yes, we like it. We like the movie. Yes, we liked this
1: movie a lot. Please watch it.
0: And continuing, okay, that was your break. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but like during the actual point when they when they knock off her husband. Yeah. And them. Go, is that really like, spoilers? No, it is. You know
1: that was one by the way. Yeah. Um you find that out in the first like 15 minutes. That's going to happen.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, I guess right because he comes in saying that. Um but like when you actually see them playing it out and doing it and going through the extra motions, and like the car doesn't start. Yeah, you know, or like they're on the train. Like this is the plan, but he can't just jump off the back of the train because there's a guy there who's you know distracting, and he yeah. can't, he's trying to get him away so he can do it. Like all those things. Like I love that this is a perfectly well laid out plan they think they have, and then there's these little things that keep kicking in. But right. then like him, like him going up to his house, you know, his apartment before he leaves to go do the crime, and uh, you know, pretending that he's going to be there and giving his alibi. To the guy who's going to wash his car, and he sneaks out the back door and walks to it, like all those right. little things, putting the paper in the the bells for the for the, the phone and the doorbell, so he can know when he comes back whether anybody tried to call him or mm-hmm. tried to get a hold of him, like it, very awesome little details that they put in the movie and put in the story. That it's like, oh yeah, that like nowadays half that stuff would wouldn't be feasible. Right? I don't feel like you could get away with half of. What actually happened in it? Just with the amount of people that there is, mm-hmm. and amount of technology, yeah, like there would have been security cameras that would have,
1: picked oh them yeah, off. you know, yeah. he
0: would have been picked up on like CCTV somewhere in LA, walking from his apartment to her house. Yeah, like, it would have happened. NSA
1: know. tracking his phone, exactly. Fuck the NSA. <laughs> That's right
0: i said it <laughs> i whispered it quietly so they won't hear it no. <laughs> there's a bunch of old guys i'm going on the watch list
1: now <laughs> have fun nsa i read a lot of really trashy fan fiction so Awesome. Have fun tracking that
0: they would just find. <laughs> yes okay yep. so... anyway moving on <laughs> so no i mean yeah so between between the two of them and i i will agree i will agree that this movie is better than maltese falcon not saying again. Not saying Maltese Falcon was a terrible movie. I no. love Maltese Falcon. This is just a better, dete- not, a better mystery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Better noir film. I keep trying to... There you to, go.
1: It's a better noir film. I feel and like, neither one of them is a bad film. No. At all. Not
0: at all. It's not like Maltese Falcon was like 99 and this one's 29. I mean, they were fairly close to each other, so... Right. Um, what is your summary
1: I said my summary. Did you say it? Yeah, and I said we summed it up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. Because
1: I I wasn't going to just steal it from you, because you're the one who came up with it. That's true. But then I I just corroborated it, because
0: it's really true. It's true. It really is exactly what... I just noticed the tagline for this movie is, you can't kiss away a murder. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, I just noticed that.
1: That's a silly...
0: That's serious. It's love and murder at first sight. (laughs) Also... From the moment they met, it was murder.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Meat is murder, but murder is also murder. Yes.
0: Paramount's terrific story of an unholy love and an almost perfect crime. Yes, this movie.
1: No, it's not an almost perfect crime. Not. They throw, they had the dude commit suicide, quote unquote, falling off the back of a train going 15 miles an hour. Yeah. Are you With kidding me? With a broken me? foot. What they should have done is he should have been. They should have like been ahead of the train Mm -hmm. and put his body like under the tracks.
0: Under the tracks, um, put it in his car, push the car car under the road. Yeah, you know. Or but I mean, he had to. He
1: had to get on the train.
0: Yeah. So there was a visual, so that way they knew that somebody didn't stage it. Right. If you do think about it, like the concept of what they're doing, there's a lot of thought and that honestly, into it. And honestly,
1: honestly, this make like the fact that I'm thinking of all these things or mm-hmm. we're thinking of all these things does not make us twisted or psychopath. It's not going to help
0: with your NSA report. I
1: know. Um, <laughs> it is because we have watched a lot of movies and a lot of yeah. television show in our almost 30 years combined existence on this planet.
0: Well... If you think about it like that, what did I say? Like I'm like I was waiting that keys was that he killed that, that Neff killed keys. Yeah, because I'm like I'm like because and I thought Neff killed him
1: was well, shot himself.
0: Right, like I'm sitting here going because because the whole plot is is, is Neff is is doing a recording to keys the entire movie. Okay, mm-hmm. and like I started, he mostly
1: narrates he's he narrates the movie. Oh lot. yeah
0: he's narrating what happened. It's a whole thing like you're coming in at the end, but then it's flashbacks as he's narrating. Well, as I'm watching this, I'm like, I'm like, he keeps talking to keys. Yeah. And there's a part of me that was wondering like, because keys started getting really suspicious of there's another person involved in this whole thing. And I need to, keys is his boss. By the way, Neff is an insurance salesman. That's really all he is. He's not like a detective or anything or a cop. And so uh, keys is his boss. It's played by Edward G. Robinson. And, um, they, uh, they, uh, they, like, I'm starting to think, like, well, maybe... Maybe he, maybe maybe Keys started getting suspicious, and there was a struggle because you don't know how Neff is shot. Neff is a bullet hole, bullet right. hole the whole time. Yeah. I'm like, maybe that's what happened, and did maybe Neff pull or did Keys pull a gun just trying to protect himself, and it went off, and he accidentally killed Keys, you know? But he also got shot, and like maybe he's is this like one of those like weird little twists that yeah, he's leaving this message to Keys, but it's it was like his like I'm sorry, Keys, I didn't mean to kill you thing, like, right. like that's how that's the direction I went, and it's. Just because, as you said, it was the thirty years of watching stuff like this, and that's kind of where my head went. I'm like, oh, right. that would be the twist. That's what they're doing, and you know, but it's, it's it obviously wasn't <laughs> surprise. Keys is alive at the end of the movie, so yes, he is, and it actually makes sense that he's still alive. So, um, okay, uh, Warden Technology, yeah, the Technology. Okay, so <laughs> technology? Um, all right, this film had been. Has about 11 uh, nominations or nominations given to it. Seven Oscar nominations. Did not win any of the Oscar nominations. Okay. Um, I do need to look up to see what it went up against, though, because. I
1: have some of them.
0: It went. I think. Maybe. It was not. Okay. Well, maybe it'll still happen. um It was nominated for. Uh, Oscar wise. Sorry. It was nominated for, but did not win, obviously, all of these. Best music. Okay. scoring for a dramatic or comedy picture best sound best cinematography black and white because we're still in that era yep. where they were separate best writing uh, for scre- uh, slash screenplay okay. best director Okay. best actress in a leading role okay. for Barbara Stanwyck mm-hmm. and best picture
1: okay good so, I, was, I was gonna be upset if it wasn't best picture yes
0: it, it did it did get nominated for best picture uh, it uh, was also entered into the national film registry oh good in 1992 so cool. actually a fairly early into the uh, a year into after the history, Fred McMurray died yeah but Billy
1: Wilder was still alive but
0: Billy Wilder was still alive and um, for another 10 years uh, Fred McMurray even though he was born in Kentucky yeah. or something or uh, Iowa I had it up he was born elsewhere he actually moved to Madison Wisconsin he was born
1: in Illinois Illinois
0: Oh, that's right it was Illinois uh, moved to Madison Wisconsin then moved to Beaver Dam for a while and went to mm-hmm. school in what did I say Kenosha
1: no Racine? Uh, Waukesha Waukesha because Waukesha. he went to
0: Carroll that's right he went to Carroll College so it's like he's from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not born, but he's he was here. I completely forgot Fred McMurray was from Wisconsin, which is kind of cool. Um, I, let me look up. Uh, let me look up what it was nominated against. Do you know what the best picture was?
1: I do not know. Okay,
0: let me look it up real quick here. Um, some was, of
1: my trivia has to do with like campaigns
0: for the movie. Stuff okay. Like that, so there was no. Um, there was no technology though. It was intriguing to point out the fact that the film actually had some visual effect shots in the opening sequence. It's a noir film. There's no visual effects in this movie. Right. But in the opening sequence, there's a shot of the car. Of um, oh, uh, it, it was Neff's car yeah. driving kind of recklessly on the road, mm-hmm. and it was these wide shots of the streets. That was all legit, but they removed the clouds. Like they digital, they didn't digitally. They, cut, they them out. cut out the clouds and they replaced it with a different sky in those shots. And I think it was so that there was actually like kind of like um imposing dark clouds because it probably right. was all washed out. Yeah, back then.
1: Or but, they shot it day for
0: night. Or they shot it day for night. But I thought it was weird that I'm like, there's visual effect shots in the yeah. opening of this movie for a noir film where there's no other visual effect. Everything right. else, when he jumps off the train, it's him just jumping off the train. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the rear screen when he's on the train is a visual effect shot, but that yeah. doesn't count. That's that's forties. We so,
1: talked about that a lot, so.
0: Yeah. So no no technology for it. Um the film that it went up against for Best Picture uh, it lost to the film Going My Way. Okay. Never heard of that film. Um, yeah, actually, looks like going... Oh, okay, what is this film? Because it won a handful of awards. Oh, Bing Crosby. Aww. Bing Crosby, Aww, Barry ben Fitzgerald. Crosby. Oh, what is this film? Musical comedy drama. Okay. Uh, based on the story, a film is about a new young priest taking over a parish from an established old veteran okay i've never heard of that film but it it, oh it was nominated for 10 academy awards and won seven so it uh was that what it lost to for everything yes it lost to going my way for best picture best director um best actress and that's the best adapted screenplay oh actually did it oh yeah it it did, didn't it? Because this No, it didn't. Oh, yes, yeah. It lost to Best Adaptive Screenplay. Um, because this film is... Do you talk about that? Hmm. Do you have any trivia regarding what this film is based on? Yes, I do. Okay, so we'll not talk about that. Um, yeah, so we lost... It did. It lost to... Wow. Holy crap. That year... I'm sorry, side detail. Since my awards and technology... Well, this this is underneath awards. This is just kind of random. That year for Best Dramatic or Comedy Score... 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. There's 20 nominated films. What? for best dramatic or comedy score. Jesus. There's 20. Double indemnity was one of them. But then um, And actually Max Steiner, who I know I know has come up before, because yeah. he's done some of the other films, was nominated twice that year for <laughs> two different movies. One one of them. He won. Okay. But yeah that's really weird that's just crazy I'm sorry I just, that's random it has nothing to do with well, anything sorry. else sorry um, the guy who actually did the score uh, I'm assuming it's a guy Miklos Rosa I'm assuming that's yeah. him. he's hungry it's
1: the 1940s it's probably oh, yeah. not a lot Margaret of women Finlayson. scoring films
0: yeah that's true um, that's what happens he actually mm-hmm. was nominated twice as well woman of the town and double indemnity so that's weird so multiple I mean I know it's Hollywood in the 1940s there right. wasn't a lot of people doing My stuff Your phone made sounds sorry your phone is making sounds I have sounds. to find where it is why is your phone making yeah, sounds I just Twitter why is your baseball. phone making sounds so anywho yeah, that's uh that's all that's I'm all I have start. for uh for that's fun stuff. So uh you may do trivia. Okay. And then once we do your trivia, I'll come back and do my stuff and things. And okay. inflation nation. And
1: then we'll talk about our next movie, Indeed. which I was looking at when you were ta- looking at other stuff and I'm okay. excited about it. Okay. So of course, three.
0: I I even gave got you an tired. energy drink. I'm
1: not tired. It's just it's like <laughs> tradition now. It's
0: not, at this we, point. it's just tradition. At this point if you didn't yawn for an episode, it would be weird it would there's be weird. a
1: couple where I have to... there
0: has been there was a while there we were doing really good we were I know. Like yawning and know oh, you ruined that so. I know I'm <laughs> sorry
1: the scene where Neff and Dietrichson can't get their car started after the murder was added by Wilder after his car wouldn't start at the end of a shooting day
0: <laughs> it did add tension to that scene. it did It was a good call.
1: This film came out in 1944, the same year as David O. Selznick released Since You Went Away. Part of the campaign for the latter film were major ads that declared Since You Went Away are the four most important words in movies since Gone with the Wind, which Selznick had also produced. Wilder hated the ads and decided to counter by personally buying his own trade paper ads, which read, Double Indemnity are the two most important words in movies since Broken Blossoms, referring to the 1919 D.W. Griffith classic. <laughs> Selznick was not amused and even considered legal action against Wilder. Alfred Hitchcock, who had his own rocky relationship with Selznick, took out his own ass, which read, the two most important words in movies today are Billy Wilder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's but awesome. It's like Facebook. It is. It was basically, it was the uh, Hollywood uh, equivalent of Facebook back in the 1940s. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, author James M. Kane later admitted that if he had come up with some of the solutions to the plot that screenwriters Billy Wilder and Raymond Chandler did he would have employed them in his original novel there's a cameo of Raymond Chandler. About 16 minutes into the movie, Chandler is sitting outside an office as Fred McMurray walks past. Yeah. Chandler glanced up at McMurray from a paperback he's reading, which is a great clue of his identity.
0: You know, the weird thing is, is that I saw that guy sitting there, and I'm like, it's kind of weird that they almost lingered on him for a little yeah. bit. But I'm like, I don't know, maybe that was just a style by the director. That's funny. That was actually Raymond Chandler.
1: This marks the only film appearance of screenwriter and novelist Raymond Chandler. Billy Wilder and Raymond Chandler did not get along well while writing this film script, a process that was apparently filled with arguments. Wilder claimed that he flaunted his womanizing ability at the time to torment the sexually repressed Chandler. In the scenes where Phyllis is listi- listening at Neff's door as he talks with Keyes, Keyes exits into the hallway and Phyllis hides behind the door. The door opens into the hallway, which isn't allowed by building codes even back then, but it does give Phyllis something to hide behind and increases the tension. <laughs> you remember you commented on the fact that it was weird that the door swung out? Yeah!
0: It totally was because it's like it's an apartment building. The door should swing yeah. in, so it was strictly. But it was even like the of office. Oh, that's true. Yeah, the office doors even <laughs> swung out. Yeah. So it, you're. So basically, it was entirely just so they could have a place for her to hide. mm Hmm instead of like building the set so it had like the hallway had a corner that she could hide behind which would have made more sense but
1: okay so during production one day Raymond Chandler failed to show up at work and was tracked down at his home and he went through a litany of reasons as to why he could no longer work with B- director Billy Wilder and these include Mr. Wilder frequently interrupts our work to take phone calls from women Mr. Wilder ordered me to open up the window he did not say please he sticks his baton in my eyes i can't work with a man who wears a hat in the office and i feel he's about to leave i feel he's about to leave momentarily unless wilder apologized chandler threatened to resign wilder surprised himself by apologizing it was the first and probably only time on record in which a producer and director ate humble pie in which the screenwriter humiliated the big shots it's awesome. Barbara Stanwyck was the first choice to play Phyllis, but she was unnerved when seeing the role was of a ruthless killer. When she expressed her concern to Billy Wilder, she asked, are you a mouse or an actress? <laughs> the character Walter Neff was originally named Walter Ness, but director-writer Billy Wilder found out that there was a man living in Beverly Hills named Walter Ness, who was an actual insurance salesman. Oh. To avoid being sued for defamation of character, they changed the name. In the novel, the na- his name is Walter Huff, and Diedrichson's is Nerdlinger. N-I-R-D-L-I-N-G-E-R. Nerdlinger.
0: That's awesome.
1: The blonde wig, <laughs> so I was correct, it that was Barbara wig. Stan- I have wigdar. Yeah. The blonde wig that Barbara Stanwyck is wearing throughout the movie was the idea of Billy Wilder. A month into shooting, Wilder suddenly realized how bad it looked, but by then it was too late to reshoot the earlier scenes. To re- rationalize the mistake, in later interviews, Wilder claimed that the bad-looking wig was intentional. This movie was based on the novel by James M. Kane, which in turn was based on the true story of Ruth Snyder, the subject of a notorious 1920s murder trial. <laughs> on view- viewing the film's rushes, production head Buddy G. DeSylvia remarked of Barbara Stanwyck's blonde wig, we hired Barbara Stanwyck and here we get George Washington.
0: <laughs> it did look really bad.
1: Fun fact that we discussed on in the movie, or yes. while we were watching the movie. In the first scene in which Walter first kisses Phyllis, we see a wedding ring on Walter's hand. Okay. Even though in the beginning of the movie, he said he's unmarried. Um, Fred McMurray was married, and the ring was not noticed until post-production.
0: See, I just was wondering if he just did take it off because if he was one of those people that was just like, no, I'm married, my ring stays on. Yep. Like, like, which, you know, no offense, that's great, that's great if that's how he is, but like, that's what I was thinking. So they just didn't even pay attention. To the glaring, reflective ring shining yeah. to the camera.
1: <laughs> we never learned the first name of Mr. Dietrichson. Various studios expressed interest in the story when it first appeared in a serial form in nineteen thirty five, but realized it was unfilmable within the strictures of the newly established production code.
0: Stupid production code. We talked about well, that. Oh yeah, code, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. A while ago. I thought that's what we did. When
1: double it we did talk about doing an entire episode in which we discussed the code, but which, we have not gotten to that.
0: I feel like what we'll do for that is that would be like a great one after the show's all done. Yep. After we're done with the list, if we want to continue on and talk about the production code and stuff.
1: When Double Indemnity was first published in 1935, offers of up to $25,000 were tendered, but nothing came of it at the time because the Hayes office considered the novel unsuitable for filming. James M. Kane was ultimately offered $15,000 by Paramount. He was to get half on signing and the other half if the script was approved by the Hayes office. Hmm. Silver dust was mixed with some of the subtle smoke effects to create the illusion of waning sunlight in Phyllis Dietrichson's house. In the early 1970s, Paramount had plans to remake Double Indemnity with Robert Redford in the Fred McMurray role. The project never got off the ground, thank God.
0: Uh, it did get made, though.
1: Did it really? Not they...
0: with that movie. Not with that by Paramount. It got made into a TV movie in 1973.
1: Uh, oh, yeah. We talked about that in the last episode.
0: Yep. Which the I've just read one of the things is that uh, when the film was over, because both Billy Wilder and Barbara Stanwyck watched the film in their homes, in their respective homes yeah. when it aired, and immediately after it was done, Billy Wilder called up Barbara Stanwyck and yeah. went, they just didn't get it right, did they? And hung up the phone. <laughs> like, both hated it. Nice. Sorry.
1: When approached about adapting the novel to the screen, Raymond Chandler told Billy Billy Wilder that he had to be repaid at least $150 a week in salary, and was surprised when Joseph Sistrom told the writer that they had planned to give him 750 $750 a week. Sorry, I read a lot of big numbers, and I can't read. So he wanted $150, and okay. they, they were going to pay him $750. Nice. Okay, there we go. I can talk. I wonder if they
0: did pay him $750. Probably. Or if it was the whole, like, no, I just want $150, and they're like, Okay. Okay. We'll give we'll give you a two hundred. How about yeah. that? Does that make you sound good? We're saving
1: five hundred dollars a week. This was Billy Wilder's first thriller. Yeah, Raymond Chandler's cameo in the film is the only known film footage that exists of the writer. Of course, the Lux Radio Theater broadcast a sixty-minute radio adaptation of the movie on October thirtieth, nineteen fifty, with Barbara Stanwyck and Frederick Murray reprising their roles.
0: It's so popular, and then again, thing. the
1: Screen Theater Guild did a thirty-minute one in nineteen fifty, and Barbara Stanwyck was
0: in it. That was what? Was that not Maltese Falcon? Was that that? That did it? What movie did we just a, watch? A
1: lot of movies we've watched have done this. Have a done lot the radio. of movies from this era. Yeah,
0: I was just Philadelphia
1: Story did a bunch
0: of. Maybe them. Maybe it was Philadelphia Story. It was Philadelphia done. Story. Which uh, really random quick side note when you mentioned they also
1: s- did it in nineteen forty-five as a thirty-minute radio so adaptation. They just kept Yep. It.
0: When you mentioned um, "Strangers on a Train" earlier, yeah. Yeah, uh, Raymond Chandler wrote the screenplay for that. There you go. (laughs) It's not based upon the same author. It's it's another one that's based upon a novel, but it's not. But he wrote the screenplay for it, so So that would be why this film is very similar to Strangers on a train, is because it's the same screenwriters. (laughs) Sorry, continue.
1: Um I just wanted to
0: say that before I forgot otherwise i forget
1: Raymond Chandler was kept on a writer's retainer during the film's 8 week shooting period this was highly unusual occurrence for any writer at the studio at any studio at the time signifying the high regard that Chandler was held in by Paramount and Billy Wilder even though they didn't get along James M. Kane was thrilled with this adaptation of his novella and saw it repeatedly so that's good <laughs> Um as well as George Raft, Brian Donlevy and Alan Ladd, other actors to pass on playing Walter Neff include James Cagney, Spencer Tracy, Gregory Peck and Frederick March. Um doo-doo-doo. Yeah, was nominated for seven Academy Awards, but lost out on the night to Going My Way. Billy Wilder was seriously annoyed at Leo McCarey's sweep that when McCarey's name was called up for Best Director, Wilder stuck out his foot in the aisle and, tripping, and tripped McCary up. Wilder would get his revenge the following year when The Lost Weekend won four Oscars, while McCarey's The Bells of St. Mary's only picked up one. <laughs> I have, like, either... I'm in the spoilers. I'm trying to, like, figure out which one I want to do. I do
0: apologize. I just... I haven't
1: had much to talk about. Okay, director Billy Wilder originally filmed an ending where Keyes watches Neff go into the gas chamber. It was only seen by a preview audience and was cut before the general release. Um, and then a different ending was shot with Neff being caught by the police and executed while Keys looks on in despair Billy Wilder decided it would be poignant and fitting for both characters if instead of Neff were to die in his office instead if Neff were to die in his office with Keyes by his
0: side as he expresses his regret so they actually shot those other endings that were more mm-hmm. <sighs> the dark ones and that would have been exactly where it would have gone to nowadays if yeah. you do this story nowadays yep. he would have been killed
1: so that is my trivia interesting
0: the end. very it's
1: interesting it's like this is one of the trivia I mean we had apocalypse now but for an older movie we generally don't have that much trivia
0: yeah Yeah. usually we're kind of uh, limited as to what exactly uh, what exactly we do have um, alright well let me move on to what do we want to do what do we want to do what do, we wanna what do you have more of um, I actually have more of inflation nation
1: then do inflation nation
0: one, two, three, four. two, three—that's a lie. I have the equal amount. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, let's do. Uh, we'll do. We'll do the things I've learned, and then we'll do Inflation Nation, just because I think Inflation Nation's a little more interesting. Um, all right. So, uh, stuff and things—not things, not things yep. I've learned. I'm still reading off my old iPad document, which Guys. is listing it as things I've learned. Stuff and things. Stuff and things with Jeff. Hi, right, everybody. Doing? Uh, number one, Fred McMurray is not inventing flubber in this movie. No. Doesn't not. It once. Not at once. Nope. You know what if saved? No, never mind. Number two <laughs> This film feels more like a love note to Keys <laughs> than a confession. And
1: it is. Yep.
0: Number three. I swear, if Keyes talks about his little man one ah, more time... I totally
1: forgot to bring that up. Then he, again, goes along with the double entendre thing. He keeps
0: going like little man inside me. Like little man, you know, he keeps me up at night. He's I up in four. I've this little
1: man inside me for 26 years. Yeah,
0: and it's just like...
1: Uh, Dude, you might want to change your wording.
0: Is it your penis? Confused. Um
1: confused. The hammer is the my hammer penis. The hammer is my
0: penis. Um, and then number four. I haven't watched
1: that in so long.
0: You gotta watch Dr. Horrible at least once every six months. That's great. And then number four. <laughs> the hammer is my penis. The hammer is my penis. Oh, and then, then like the little kind of smile he gives. Yeah. And then he looks over at Fanny and then walks up. Oh, it's him. brilliant. Yeah, buddy. And number four, it's amazing how when people are shot, their clothes don't show any signs of bullet holes. Uh, yep, it's true. There was three or four gunshots that went off in this movie at people. Their clothes are a little bloody later on, but there's no bullet holes in their clothes. All right, moving on. Inflation Nation. So now the movie was filmed in 1944. However, the plot of the film takes place in 1938. So I went off of 1938 okay. law for Inflation Nation. I do always like to state yes. that just yes. so we know, guys. It's been 77 episodes. If you don't know that at this point, then sorry.
1: Hey, people, let me jumping in in the That's middle. True. But That's I don't true. That's true. Just want to make.
0: Well, people might actually, and I started to think about this. People might be if they're going to do anything, they might start at the top 30. That's true. Instead of doing all hundreds. Like I don't really care about the hundred. I just want to do like the top ones so i will probably keep mentioning that as we go just in case all right so six hundred dollars was the insurance policy amount for the truck that the guy was doing in the beginning of the movie that's the equivalent to ten thousand one hundred and thirty eight dollars fifty thousand dollars was the amount that was paid out for accidental death insurance Mm -hmm. uh normal accidental death insurance that'd be the equivalent of eight hundred and forty four thousand dollars uh, well, it's pretty. That's yeah. not bad for health insurance or accidental death insurance. Forty-seven fifty was the amount for the initial insurance. After Neff got the husband to sign the accidental death insurance policy, It's what he said that he would. You know, you just did it, get the check for forty-seven fifty. Right. That's eight hundred and two dollars, and then finally the amount that would have been paid out. Um, uh, for accidental death insurance, if a person is killed falling from a train, because their particular policy would mm-hmm. double the amount, uh, they said it was a hundred thousand dollars, and that would be the equivalent. Which is the reason why they decide to get rid of the husband by making it look like he falls off the train. Right. That's the equivalent of one point six million dollars. So they would have gotten eight. They would have gotten over three quarter of a million dollars for him just to have died in an accident. That's insane. But for him falling from a train, they'd get almost two million (laughs) dollars okay i'm sorry how many people just started falling from trains in the 1930s i want that insurance policy well not me because i mean i'd die but i mean that would be a much better insurance policy (laughs) so anywho that's all that i have for for inflation for
1: inflation nation i thought you had way more than that there's a lot of money there was
0: a lot of money we also noted uh there's a couple scenes that take place inside of a grocery store true and those they like they show like prices on things, but mm-hmm. a lot of the things weren't marked, and I couldn't tell what they were selling. Like I'm pretty sure at one point it said like two pounds for twenty seven cents for grapes. Yeah, but I wasn't a hundred percent certain, and I wasn't going to write everything down no, because I that wasn't. That would be guaranteed. overkill. Yeah, it would be just like that one movie again. Which I don't even remember which one it was anymore. <sighs> Um, so I, oh I purposely, God, what
1: was it? But yeah, it was a or lot. Or I just
0: started going crazy because yep. there was so many. We had to pause the film because there was so yes. many of them. Um No. So that that was all. That's that's those are the key ones that I hit. Those are the important ones. There was another one. I think they did a couple of them where it was like the same amount. They mentioned a couple of different times right. for different things, and I just I'm not going to do those. I just I'm just not. I'm just not. I, I you know it's you get that point. Like I, it's it's the whole amount basically. So key things are important. The insurance policy amount is a key thing to mention about for inflation. <laughs> yes. Nation, so. Um. Well. Yes. Well, with that, that's all I have. So, Lindsay, uh, any final thoughts regarding this movie before we talk about next week's movie? I really
1: liked this movie, and I have a feeling, as we have said, that this is going to happen a lot. And the closer, or you know, the farther up the list we get, it's like I really like this movie. I really like this movie. I really like this movie.
0: (laughs) I really, yeah, and I, I, but I think
1: even though, you know, we're going to like all of them, we may have like we have more in-depth things to say about them
0: because I'm thinking and I was looking over the list for the next and we keep doing this every single episode and we shouldn't but like the next 28 movies, there's what one, uh, two, three, four. There's four movies, five movies that I've never seen. Right. Of the next 28. Otherwise, all the other ones, I've seen them multiple times. And yes, I like every movie I've seen on the next 28 movies. You know, I've, I have liked them all. You know, it may be different levels of liking, but... Um, right. But yeah, I do agree. I think we're at that point now where it's, it's fairly safe to say... I think maybe what we should do is we should just address whether we feel who maybe who would be the best for uh who would like this movie more like if you like this type of movie maybe that's what we should address maybe because i mean there's some films on here like gone with the wind you know i i i like gone with the wind but if you're not really into I'm not classic the, literature or the old school big budget, like yeah. the big long films I, or history. Spoiler alert,
1: I'm not always the biggest fan of The Wizard of Oz. We're going to see because I haven't watched it in a while mm-hmm. from beginning to end as like in my 20s, I guess. But I it used to scare me as a kid. I'm not the biggest fan.
0: So that's another one of those where it's like maybe, you know, if you've, if you've never seen Wizard of Oz, which I'm sure there's people out there oh, who've yeah. never seen it. I do recommend Return to Oz and you can get scared shitless.
1: Oh, Jesus. Don't even bring that up in front of me. We have that on DVD somewhere. That
0: movie. My sister loves it. I love that movie so much. No. That movie's closer to the books than Wizard of Oz. I know. We will save that conversation for uh, number what is that? That's like number 10. So we're... 20 movies from now, we will have that conversation. Oh, jeez, I can't believe it's that. greatly go into Return to Oz. But no, I Uh, wonder if maybe that would be something better, because we are pretty much going to enjoy it. Assume, we'll talk, we'll we'll say we enjoy it, but whether or not um, they should watch the movie uh, is always key. And definitely, yeah, you should watch this. Now, who do you think would get the most enjoyment out of this movie?
1: People who like older films
0: probably their key audience yeah even so even if you don't like older films
1: i, I think... have learned to love older films Be- so is
0: it because of this podcast
1: it is because of this podcast it, that was the goal of this podcast was you to like charlie our... chaplin now. i do like charlie chaplin i'm so
0: happy for you <laughs> I know,
1: i'm pleased for myself
0: welcome to the party
1: i'm happy of myself i feel happy of um,
0: myself we already discussed that on here too i'm pretty yeah. sure right uh no like and it... i posted it on the facebook that's ah, true you did that's true um yeah, I think even even if you may not like if love words. Even if you don't love old fashioned films.
1: If you like mystery movies, if you then like mystery yes.
0: the whole like the whole like murder not murder mystery, no. but like the whole like like um Detect- kill, like detective noir, kill noir, yeah. my husband and I love you. Yeah. because like, that's that I don't even know what genre that would I be. I don't either. That's
1: crime drama crime like
0: crime romantic crime yeah. drama or something like romantic that romantic crime drama that's a genre we <laughs> but like those movies like we like those things yeah. i think you'd like it and it i mean really... this is
1: not like a crime movie like french connection
0: no no that just ended oh my god i still i like that movie but the ending still just pissed me off it still pisses me off after all this time it's like what, what happened you just gunshots going off confused anywho was a callback to what episode no 17 idea. or something no idea that was a long time
1: we're ago. even is it, I don't know, my my I say, pdf's I actually, you not know, open at the moment i have
0: it open and that was french no, that was that was movie 93 on the list Jeez. that was episode like eight <laughs> <laughs> that, was oh, ago, that was a while oh, ago that was a long boy. time ago uh, remember that movie dropped 23 places too that's yeah crazy. that's crazy. Right. did you and you talked about it. yeah you said we flip flop. that's right yep. um no, I think this is I think this is a good film. I think people I it doesn't it to me does not feel like a nineteen forties movie. I mean it takes place in the thirties. It's easily just, oh, okay, so it's it's a it's a nineteen thirties like gangster era you know, yeah, noir film. It doesn't feel necessarily like a movie from this era though. Right. I feel like they could have made this movie nowadays put it in the 30s like they did mm-hmm. even if they shot it a hell just put it in black and white it would be the exact same movie i don't think there's a really big way to change what happens in it and it's cool i like it i really do like it and i looked up the address that they gave for uh the the the, the boyfriend or the guy that lola yeah. was seeing and it it does exist lola. Lola. um on the because i'm a dork like that yes you are so anywho watch this movie
1: Lindsay. yes
0: next movie
1: the next movie which I'm really excited about I've never seen this. Movie. I, have, I have never seen it either this is
0: one of the five I've never seen this is seen. one
1: of the ones I'm really excited about mm-hmm. like five on the list at all no 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 or in the, five in, the, in the, the next in the next, okay, in the next 10, 20 okay. yeah, or 20 yeah anyway films. is all about Eve from 1950 starring Betty Davis mm-hmm. Ann Baxter George Sanders Celeste Holm Gary Merle Hugh Marlowe Barbara Bates and Marilyn Monroe
0: I love that she's throwing it at the end.
1: She's not. She's there's a whole bunch of people. I'm just picking people up. Those are
0: people that anybody's gonna know.
1: I have to show you Jeffrey a picture of her in this movie because she's she's super young in this movie.
0: I like my Marilyn. And she's
1: so pretty. I do. Look how pretty she is. She is very. And I'm not like I don't worship at the altar of Marilyn Monroe.
0: She but she was gorgeous. She was. I. She was. Yeah. Poor girl. Yeah, I've never seen All About Eve. It's like I said, it's one of the five films in the next 28 um, films that I've never seen.
1: It's often like cited in like pop culture and stuff that I've seen. So So
0: it's going to be one of those things where we're probably going to watch it and I'm going to go, oh, so that movie made fun or was referencing this.
1: Spoiler alert. One of the quotes is, um, shoot, hold on fasten your seatbelt it's gonna be a bumpy night oh that's
0: from this movie yeah oh okay oh duh cause it's got because Davis here's, in it. here's
1: the here's the like synopsis an ingenue insinuates herself into the company of an established but aging stage actress and her circle of theater friends
0: interesting yeah interesting
1: and I was reading through the trivia I'm real excited to read the trivia you guys <laughs> holy shit
0: that's that That good, will be huh? an
1: explicit episode because <laughs> there's a lot of swearing in the trivia itself from Betty Davis. From Betty Davis. She's got Betty Davis ta- They play that song at work, like, all the time.
0: We will not no, play it No, we here. will not. Well, maybe we will. Maybe we will. Uh, <laughs> um, interesting. Yeah, I, I look forward to that. I'm, I'm curious. It's, it's a lot of the movies that I haven't seen are... Um, well they're kind of all scattered about because it's mm-hmm. this movie it's, it's it's all about Eve I've never seen um, Chinatown I know it's Jack Nicholson so I've never seen it The General The Graduate
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, oh no sorry I saw The Graduate uh, Sunset Boulevard is the one I haven't actually seen and then right,
1: this, I haven't seen Sunset Boulevard either which then, is also Billy Wilder
0: yeah and then The Searchers I've never I seen the searchers. the searchers I don't know The isn't The Searchers 12.
1: the new one? this is
0: 1956
1: no 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 there's one more on the list that's new in the top, it's sorry, it's the general, oh, oh, the, the general. general. Sorry, yeah. yeah, I got confused. <laughs> sorry. Um Oh my god, I cannot believe like this is where we are. Yeah. Oh my god, we're two movies away from Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, now. I'm so excited.
0: It's gonna be a lot of good movies. You know, I just
1: and to Kill a Mockingbird, which I've never seen, but I love the book. And I like to kill a Bird is supposed to be like the greatest movie like ever made. So I there's love
0: that. the score to that movie because it does not freaking sound like a score from when in the six like the early sixties. First off, the movie doesn't really feel like a movie from the early sixties. I don't know. I'll have to rewatch it again because I'm very intrigued. Yeah, but to kill Bird is '62. I'm I, the music is beautiful. It is a gorgeous score. I'm
1: so excited.
0: Well, I'm, you're not hiding it, so,
1: <laughs> I'm, so exci- I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, I'm so excited. Okay, Jesse.
0: Let's take away the medication.
1: <laughs> it wasn't even medication. It just on caffeine, uh, caffeine pills. pills.
0: Excuse me while I open up another can of uh, Red Bull.
1: Right. Minute.
0: And <laughs> well, I'll I'm be fine. I'm so
1: excited. Um,
0: I've never had that reaction to caffeine. No, I haven't either. Maybe if Jessie ate something. um right. That's half her problem. So anyways, well, next week looks exciting. It is. I'm excited. And, uh, and we hopefully won't miss any episodes. We're yeah. hoping. We're, we got this kind, where we're we're kind of on a schedule. It's we're now recording this the day after, the day the, the Sunday before the episodes yep. come out. So, so a week like, before, like yesterday was yeah,
1: was Heart Hearts of Darkness. of Darkness
0: that just came out. So yeah, not that you care. And by the way, I've heard that some people hate the fact that we refer to our own podcast on our podcast. Oh, I was going
1: to say, oh,
0: Dan? <laughs> Sorry, that was really loud. Um, <laughs> he made fun of us for doing that, so.
1: For, what do you mean, referring to We us?
0: refer to our own podcast, like, all right, we're, now we're going to do this for our show, and like stuff like that, instead of just talking about the podcast. Or that we would stop and talk to the people that are listening.
1: Whatever, get over it.
0: So, everybody, how are you? How are you feeling today? Well, that's good. <laughs>
1: Okay, stop. That's <laughs> creepy. It's like talking in the second person.
0: I know. I like you to do wonder that. wonder why Dave. we're
1: talking like this.
0: It's <laughs> great. Anywho, well, that's all for this week. Then so,
1: so it's all uphill from here.
0: Yeah, it is all uphill from it here. It really buddies. is. We're so I'm getting I mean, real
1: excited now. I mean, really, like every
0: week. Really, was there ever a moment when we were downhill for a little while?
1: Yes, there was. Was there when?
0: 90s? I'm making you wa- look at the list again. Was yep. it the early episodes? Or was it, like, in the... There a, was
1: a rough spot, like, in the 80s, I feel like. Was it the
0: like. 80s? So it was kind of going uphill, and then we kind of tanked a little bit, and then started coming back up again?
1: <laughs> I'm looking, because I...
0: Because <sighs> there was a... There, I know there was that period where there was a lot of kind of crummy... Not crummy films, just movies we didn't... We had no interest in, or just weren't enjoying as much as some of the other ones.
1: See, and now that I'm... There was stuff that we weren't looking forward to, but and we ended, ended up liking. really liking. Yeah. So. I wasn't the biggest fan of like Treasure of Sierra Madre, like uh, looking forward. I wasn't. I <laughs> do like these movies, but like Shane. Oh,
0: I, I wasn't looking. Oh,
1: well, there was. I don't like West Side Stories. So there was West Side Story, then there was Intolerance. Oh God! Yeah, it happened. Yeah, Be- and all was this stuff the that I wasn't, 50, wasn't looking it? for.
0: That was all after the fifty mark. Yeah, wasn't it? and now yeah. that
1: I'm looking at the list, there are very few movies I actually did not like.
0: Which is what we're going to discuss once we get done with that. With the we show. really I think we, we will, need to rewatch the Last Picture Show. We will have. We will rewatch. I think we're movies. wrong. I
1: think we're wrong on the Last Picture Show. So what I we'll honestly do? do. So what we're gonna do now then, that we are more mature in our viewing? Yes. I feel we that we're wrong this. on the last picture show so what we'll I do I still don't think we're wrong on Sophie's Choice
0: though you know <laughs> what I'm let's the...
1: see your death camp scrapbook you weirdo I still have that saved in my phone from when I made that note
0: yeah, what did I love I, that. I love that, that quote. Though. What did
1: I like? Legitimately
0: say because it was really funny. I feel like what we'll do is we'll end up watching the podcast we'll watch the movies that we don't that we had problems with. Um, I will tell you right now, I'm, I'm not going to like. These
1: yeah, I don't either. want to see your Death Camp album, you weirdo. <laughs> That's
0: it. Um, we'll rewatch them and then we'll just sit yeah, and talk. about
1: it Well, we also actually need to watch Ben Hur for real.
0: Yeah, we'll do a normal Ben Hur episode. The yeah, so we keep talking about the same stuff.
1: Yeah, right sorry, now. sorry, Anywho. sorry. Anyway,
0: do your thing. It is all uphill.
1: It is all uphill from here. <sighs> Shit. <laughs>
0: I know it's good night Radio, radio Rahim. And... It was Robin. Was I started adding Robin? Who was the other one? There was another person. We just started doing it. Oh, damn it. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so okay, so we looked we looked it up. We looked it up. No, 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 no. no. It was it was it was just it was just I uh, it was no. just a Good night Radio. Yeah, I'm just mumbling at this point. It's fine. Good night Radio Rahim. Say good night CK Dexter Haven <laughs> Good night CK Dexter Haven hey, hey, Never, Never get, get off, off the, the boat. boat. We are getting in unison with this stuff.
1: Never get off the boat.
0: Never get off the boat. I, yeah, love, that the t- boat. I love that it I took this long and we, we still added another person. Another yep. ending. It's brilliant. We're just making this as long as possible. So. Alright, everybody.
1: Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, Goodbye. goodbye. Everybody. goodbye. <laughs> Don't get off the fucking
0: boat. I'm never getting rid of that. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.
1: No, me neither.
0: This has been a production of Ghost Hat Media. Proud member of the Ghost Hat Network. Find them online at (laughs) www.ghosthat.net.
1: I like the ending.